Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. We're filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I turned 25 this week while I'm on a plane coming back from Chicago. I'm Super, and I have vertigo. <laughs> I'm Tony, and I'm still cold from work last night. 11 degrees, ugh. Our top stories today for episode 127 of the we're podcast. We're all doing bad. <laughs> I know, and we're still pulling it together. On Friday, February 1st, 2013, episode 127, big Nintendo Direct news. Nintendo decided to drop E3 bombs even though it's not E3. How did that happen? We'll talk about it. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee is going to Evo. They won the donation that we mentioned last time on the show, and gamers raised a lot of money. We'll talk about that one as well. And the PlayStation brand came out with a teaser for February 20th, 2013. What could it mean? And what rumors are starting to fly around already? We've got the hilarity of the week. Devil May Cry. Some fan isn't happy about it, so what does he do? He complains to the White House. That'll be interesting. We have our story pool. We talk about the games that are out recently. Soapbox, where we do a rant of anything media-related. And we've got a thought about the Super Bowl, which is this Sunday. But our guest this week is uh, the creator of Sailor Moon Abridged. She's a member of Team Four Star. Please welcome Megami33. Hi! Hey, welcome to Show Me Your News. Thank you. Was that Megami or Kirby? Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Could not tell. Well, Tony, I want to thank you for reaching out to her because you're like, we need more guests, and I want Megami on the show. I said, go for it. And It was it's... surprisingly easy. In like 10 minutes, she's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always up for some <laughs> so you fun. Know, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it, it's well time too. We we have all this money for breast cramps for research, so here's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that was that thanks, was guys. That was so, really nice. So planned. Thanks, thanks, there's super. Actually, you are quite welcome. <laughs> to bring that up, I do have an aunt that has survived breast cancer. That's great. <laughs> and it is a charity that I keep very dear to my heart, as I always like to do um, the runs every October in Jones Beach with my family. Mm. So to see this much money raised for it makes me very happy. Well, that's, that's, it's really spectacular, for sure. But uh, Tony mentioned when you know, we were saying, like, I've, you know, I've got Megami, she wants to be on the show. I'm like, that's great. And he says, well, she's a big Nintendo fan. And I say, well, we just had this Nintendo Direct that dropped all of these big news bombs on us no so. <laughs> no that's not actually how it happened uh you're no. you're like find someone who can be good at the news and i just try to find someone uh <laughs> good uh, like that people would know which no not to say i don't like you or anything but and then we just happened to have all that nintendo news and i just sat back and like well things just work out sometimes don't they <laughs> you get that smug look on your face and everything well tony should never be smug <laughs> no i shouldn't <laughs> Well, it was it was quite the interesting Nintendo Direct because they started and they we heard rumors that they would talk about virtual console. And honestly, the the show kind of started a bit slow in a way. 
we were kind of you know saying, okay, what's this virtual console? Are you going to talk about games? We knew it was going to be Wii U news, uh, but they first started saying that there were you know system updates in the spring and summer that software would launch faster, returning the menu would be faster. Which, if you have a Wii U, you know that this is pretty important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because that thing does not go that quickly. Um, really? Yeah. It is, it is a little weird, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you're checking your notifications or whatever, and like, okay, let's, let's get back to the menu. Boop, 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 and ten seconds later, nothing. We finally hear about the Virtual Console, though, and that's after the spring update. Uh, these games can apparently be played on the gamepad, and they're not migrating all of the games over from the Wii's Virtual Console. In fact, not even the same save files will be able to be used, but it looks like they're revamping some of these games that you can play them on the gamepad, and that is great. Uh, because the dollar. Some people are mad about that. Well, that's right. I mean, they have the the extra dollar fee or so. If you already have a Wii version to do the upgrade to the Wii U version, it's a dollar. But honestly, you know, if I think if Microsoft, let's say Microsoft, for example, if they had this kind of system, Microsoft would totally make you pay the entire yeah. cost. Like yeah. you, you know, they agreed. Pay. So, you know, it's good on Nintendo to actually recognize, uh, you know, that fact. But, you know, people were seeing with the Wii Virtual Console, you couldn't play the games on the gamepad. So it's good that they're amending that because I find that that's, that's a critical feature of the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the worst of it, I think, because that kind of, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Depending on what game. Um, they continued and talked about how there's going to be a Nintendo and Super Nintendo game every month until July uh, because, you know, the Virtual Console for Wii U won't be launched fully in place until later in the year. But they're giving out 30-cent games, you know, for each month, uh, you know, one per month, that you get to keep for the entire time. And then, you know, once that month is up, they go back to full price. Uh, started in January with Balloon Fight. It's now February, so it's F-Zero. I'm excited for Super Metroid. And I'm trying to remember what month that is in. But, you know, keep an eye. I think in May, maybe? But Super Super Metroid for thirty cents to play on the gamepad, all on that for sure. Um, the communities are a big deal for sure. Um, you'll have you know for big 3DS games you'll have Miiverse communities. They're looking to do Miiverse on the smartphones, which they've talked about at E3 with. You know, was the one with a non-specific action figure. I'm very excited to use Miiverse on my phone because I use my phone more than I should at work. <laughs> to be able to browse it on the web, much less an app coming later, would be fantastic. Although, you know, you'd just, you'd just be seeing all the different drawings that people would do. <laughs> Communities are working like Mario Kart 7, pretty much, if you're familiar with that. Which I personally like. I hear people complain about it, but I don't really. I'm like, well, you got all your people here, and then you play. I don't get it. I don't get why people get upset about it. <laughs> There's probably some other stuff I don't know. Honestly, I just see the communities just for the pictures, like you said. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of good art out there. It's mm-hmm. quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even Nintendo pointed that out. Uh, I wish they'd pointed out... Uh, I'm gonna, I don't think I actually went back and saw Nintendo Direct because I was listening to it during work, but I was clicking over a bit to see some of the pictures that they were featured. I know you have a friend of the show, Master Link X, who... That guy somehow gets gray in his drawings, and I think he might be using, like, the... Correct me. I'm not even using the right term. But like all the different, you know, small dots to you know, kind of create that dot matrix to create a gray. It's dithering. 
That's that sounds right. That thing. Some art term. Well, uh, I, I have drawn on it. I have a drawn on it myself, and I can tell why they use certain techniques like that. Because I mean, you're only given a certain amount of sizes and stuff like that. So right. Oh, so I've tried drawing with, on it, and it's, it's so it's even with limits, people have found a way to be awesome, pretty much. Welcome to the internet. We're yes. just that talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Then they started showing off the games. Finally, uh, you had you know they showed uh, platinum games and you know a teaser for. Bayonetta 2, which, that's still crazy to think that's Nintendo exclusive now. I know. Um, they went and did a behind-the-scenes video. They talked about Wonderful 101. I don't yeah. know what that game's about. I, I am so excited. It seems like a Pikmin game, but just like more action-packed with superheroes. That's what I thought it was, but I'm like, is that what it is? Because that's weird, but... it As soon as I heard about it, like, long ago, when the first trailer came up, I was like, I totally want this game. And it keeps looking better and better. Also, I just noticed yeah. Roger Craig Smith, and I'm just like, it's Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> in that video, he was in there predominantly. Pikmin seems like a fair comparison. I would almost even also throw in Beautiful Joe in there, because that's kind oh, of cool. Oh, def- definitely. Yeah. I actually, actually, yeah, technically it is. Beautiful the character Pikmin. designs are totally Beautiful Joe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think someone is working on that that was part of the Beautiful Joe team. I think that surprised me. I'm trying to think of like the different game design lineage there because Platinum used to be everything like, good yeah, that Capcom yeah, made. Right. It's them, yes. So then that would be Beautiful Joe, then. Okay. Yeah, totally. Good to know. Yeah, Capcom's um, just making Resident Evil Five and stuff, so you know. Over and over again. Everyone's giraffes. like, Capcom needs to make a new Okami. I'm like, I don't know if I want them to. <laughs> it, they, it was called oh, Okami Den. And that actually well. was that good. Well, I thought it was adorable, but then I'm a sucker for puppies. <laughs> I think it was pretty good. I think the problem was that it just didn't sell that well, and then Capcom used it as an excuse to not bring uh, Ace Attorney Investigations 2 over, and that still bothers me. Well, they did that with like the really crappy Mega Man X port to the iPhone, and they're like, no one likes Mega Man, see? Well, that's a whole that. other... I yeah. played that, and it was awful. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, Iwata then came on the screen and said, "Hey, we're we uh, want to talk Smash news, and we're kind of sorry that we mentioned it so early at E3 when Sakurai still was like, wait, what? Yeah, Smash? Like he's at home watching or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Sakurai is apparently at the state now when he was coming off of Kid Icarus Uprising and saying that they are going to try to prepare at least screenshots for E3." Nice. And uh, with the Smash Brothers lineage that this show has, that is big hype, big hype indeed. Um, I don't think we can get our hopes up for a demo or anything like that. I think those who are anticipating that will be disappointed. But I think a title, or at least a working title, would be nice. I don't want to keep calling it Smash 4 when it's not going to be Smash 4. Although New watch. Super Duper Smash Bros Deluxe Edition. I mean, they you. wouldn't. <laughs> you, yeah. You. <laughs> and 3DS. Jesus, it's, it's the like, two games. My goodness. Like, yeah, what would, you, what would they call it, actually, really? I mean, that'd be, that'd be That'd be dumb if they just called the new Mario Kart, like, 7 or something. I mean, <laughs> it could do that. I don't know. A part of me, and I'm not, like, getting hyped up for it or anything, but part of me does expect, like, a video. I just feel like they'll go the extra mile and, like, yeah. surprise us. But yeah. I'm not banking on that or anything. 
I think yeah, a video is possible. I mean, you can really do anything with CG and you know to render something oh, yeah. up there, even if it's not that long. Maybe like a ten second clip at yeah. least. <laughs> like, give us a ten second clip, Nintendo, please. Remember that crazy E3 like first footage of Brawl with like Wario and uh, Meta Knight. Oh, and oh yeah, that was amazing. I want I want something like that soon. <laughs> really hope the dojo comes back. But then if something like that... So you remember, like, that was after the Nintendo press conference and at the developer roundtable, and that came out kind of, like, under the rug, and then it blew up online. That was in, what, 2006? I, I'm saying that blew up online, but let's be honest. That was when Facebook was kicking off. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. I'm so old. I know. I just, like, <laughs> damn, I'm old moment. But, no, like, we're really excited for... You know, the Smash Bros. news, and you know, we've said on the show before, if they do a, a Smash Dojo again, you know, we will probably go back to that kind of format, because that's, that's what we do at Show Me Your News. Mario, uh, though... I'm sorry up? to interrupt, but what's uh, what's everybody's best character in... Uh... Oh my. Uh, random? Depends on, depends on <laughs> what build you're talking about, because oh gosh, are, you, are you familiar with Project M at all? No. Uh, some of our friends... Because we know some of them, like, pretty much are hacking the Brawl build to make it more competitive. Oh, and, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really fun, though. Like, I'm not a competitive I mean, because... I, I'm good, but I'm not that good, like, for, like, tournaments or that competitive like that. It, it's more balanced is the thing. Like, Super can do, like, stuff in frames that I don't even know what he's doing, but mm-hmm. I just play casually and have fun. And me and my buddies all play casually, and it's just much more balanced, and you don't trip, which is good. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> Well, so for it. for the brawl sense, my best character uh, is Pikachu. I saw that coming a mile away. Ha. Pikachu's good. And Pikachu I always have, I always, good. I always have to have the goggles on. Of course, <laughs> it, makes, it makes you better. Total, yes. it totally does. Everybody knows that. Although when you need to concentrate, you put on the banana, bandana, banana. Put on the banana. <laughs> and ring, my ring, se- ring. my second best character is actually Yoshi. I only play cute characters. Really, really. I- I'm just glad it's not Meta Knight. Because Meta Knight yeah. is ridiculous. I do play Kirby, but I'm not really into Meta Knight. And I do think he's a little cheap. Mm-hmm. I like Toon Link. I don't know. Toon Link is fun. He plays Wind Waker a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Marth and Mario. Okay. I like Captain Falcon, too. Captain <laughs> Falcon's pretty Oh, good. dude, over the weekend... Yo. Nick was I, recovering, I, and I falcon punched him, and it killed him, and I was so happy. That was like <laughs> moment of the week. Every time you land a falcon punch, there's just happiness can, inside. I think I control the entire uh, Sminja community with Ganondorf and have <laughs> multiple years. Again, Cyberlink420, I am so sorry for doing that to you on stream. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brawl has had many different iterations, and it's kind of interesting if you've ever followed its lineage this project m is kind of like the culmination of all this editing it actually even has a page on ign so like it actually got pretty big recognition there but it's really great stuff well would i only be able to play it on the computer or like how would i be able to play it well there it's there's an, it, if you, do you have an, do you have an sd card yeah ah. if you have an sd card you'll be able to play it on your wii oh, okay it's pretty neat and like they had a bunch of little stupid fan servicey stuff like Diddy Kong's downtown is him juggling. Like when he's <laughs> idle pose. Just little things like that. Wario's I... totally different. Oh, yeah, Wario. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will have to look into that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool to do that. 
on the Mario front, uh, they not only said that there would be a new 3D Mario being made by the Galaxy developers, but also a new Mario Kart for Wii U confirmed. What a shocker. <laughs> oh, man. It's not a shocker, but it's still good. To, it's like, still, no, it's still, it's still totally great. And I can only imagine what they'll be doing with Miiverse and with that second screen, especially more so for, for Mario Kart. True, yeah. Like a Mario first Kart person view. And... No, that's just going to be like the map like they've been doing yeah. with the DS, yeah. I would imagine. You could just, imagine though, maybe like they have a little button or you know touch button or whatever where they you know flip over to like a different kind of view because not all, not everyone uses that map. Man, when I see blue shells that far away, it's helpful because I'll like back <laughs> up into the person in second place so he gets oh, caught yeah, up in the explosion. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's the reverse angle. Yeah. Although <laughs> now I'm thinking about the uh, the gamepad as like a first person kind of view, and then I'm thinking like Pokemon Snap Two would be so great. Oh my yep. god, I've been bitching about that on Twitter for like ever. Especially Wouldn't it be the best. Especially what pissed me off was in that in that feed, they go like, Oh, in the new Pikmin game, <laughs> yeah. you can take pictures of the Pikmin. Like, yeah. like that's great. How about we do that for Pokemon Snap 2? What's <laughs> taking so long? Or just I can't port believe Pokemon they Snap showed one. that. Like it made me happy, but at the same time I was so pissed that they showed that. That was a bit insulting, yeah. Um, I both... No, go ahead. I was gonna say both games for the you know, Mario are gonna be playable at E3 though. So nice. I mean, Nintendo is kind of building up to this E3, and it's almost like I hope they haven't shown all their cards already. Although they didn't talk about what Retro is working on, so they're, they're showing less cards. They're gonna like not have some of that stuff there because E3's been disappointing as heck lately. Well, maybe, has maybe, been disappointing, maybe Nintendo's getting gutsy because yeah, they didn't do that well um, last year. I the one E three I went to was in two thousand ten, and I was at that Nintendo conference, and that was when they showed like all the games and the three DS and all that. Oh, I was there for that too. Actually. Awesome, really? That's so cool. I was uh, I was helping Crows with some uh, with some game interviews and stuff, so I got oh, to nice. do Nintendo stuff. Awesome. And Crows I... got to go to E three. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, actually, he goes That's a lot great. for Comics Online. Hmm. Which, if anybody's huh. interested, go to comicsonline.com for all your totally. geeky news. Good plug. <laughs> we like plugs. Um, I used to do some anime reviews on there, too. Hmm. Um, but, um, no, when I was there, I was in heaven because it was my first E3, and I got to see the 3DS and all these pretty colors, which we don't have. I know. And, um, just like when oh, me and Crows yeah. were trying out the camera and all the demos, I was ecstatic. I was a happy girl that day. I thought that was a good E3 in my opinion. But then again, that was I'm a, a good one. Yes, I'm a fan was. girl. They definitely did not do well last year. Nobody definitely. really did. No, yeah, nobody really did. I mean, PS3 <laughs> maybe we... maybe one by an inch, but one. Yeah. yeah. Ubisoft was great, but it was it a... was a pretty bad E3. Let's end our show with video game fireworks. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Nintendo, what the f- are you on? And can you I remember, have- like, me, me, I always have to wake up early for those things just because of my shift, and just me and you were watching that super, and then I was just, like, falling asleep during Nintendo Land. I, I, I looked away, and I was kind of like, are they still talking about Yep, okay. <laughs> Aline, like- it wasn't... As bad, which is why I was so surprised when Megami said that Sony won by an inch. I'm just like, Wonderbook. <laughs> what? You were the one who thought Microsoft won. Don't even start. Okay, okay. Do I have to say it again? Do I have to say it again? They were the most entertaining because they were so bad. 
They had a whole bunch of bad, but then they had really that's why they had a lot of good. That's why they won. They consistently entertained me by because when I was pissed off, I was at least reacting. Wonder Book was just me staring at the screen going, when will this end? <laughs> to be fair, it's doing very well with children. I guess so. <laughs> I, I wonder how that uh, the Sesame Street game did. That was, was that 2001. Actually, yeah, what happened out? with that? I mean, it came out, but then again, we're not the target audience. So I know, but I thought that was really cute when I heard about that game. I like that. I am so dizzy. And now, now that you just brought that up, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Did that come out? That was a thing. <laughs> I've seen it at my work. That's sad. Isn't that sad? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of adorable games, Yoshi's Yarn. Yay! I, mean, I, was, I was happy about this, but at the same time, as I was watching more, I'm like, did they just take Kirby out and put Yoshi in instead? Yeah. <laughs> but it's I, the same game, it looks like. I don't know how to feel yet. Because it's... my buddy's a huge Yoshi fan, and he was just kind of like... Oh, no, so am I. I'm very happy to see another Yoshi game, but it looks like they just coded Kirby out and just put Yoshi in. I'm okay with this. It, it's the fact that, I don't know, Yoshi... Like, Yoshi's Island had that really cool, creative, like, almost crayon style, and it was really pretty. And I just kind of wish they'd do that. Well, yeah. it's, that it's, been... it's kind of like a progression, like a natural progression. I was on a progression step. from pastels to yarn. Pastel? <laughs> well, no, no, that's that's actually is because they had pastels. It looked kind of like a coloring book. Then Yoshi Story happened, and that was like patchworks and pop-up books. This is now yarn felt. I don't see it's... how yarn has the greater gradedness. Than... Yeah, how do you scale it's, that? It's because that... HD. Yeah, yes, it is HD. That. No, it's just more. It's more of a. Yoshi's, all of his, like, mainstream titles have all been kind of had this almost kind of wacky arts, art project feel to it. The first, right. Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island was watercolory pastel. It was really awesome to look at. Yoshi's story was, you know, patchwork and pop-up books. And so don't, now, don't forget Yoshi's Cookie. Anybody <laughs> remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was all about baking or something. Yoshi likes to eat, so yeah. they, made, they made a cookie game. It makes sense, right? Right? Yeah, I, I was so <laughs> I was blown when I learned that that was like a freaking Super Nintendo. I, I don't I don't mean to harp on Yoshi, but just like right away, I was just thinking Kirby's Epic Yarn. But I'm looking I'm looking forward to it when I hear more about it. I'll, I'll totally play it. I mean, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. yeah. It made me think back to there was the news that uh, someone had hacked into the Wii U's. Kind of like debug menu in like its first couple days, and they found different community pages for different games. And one of them was Yoshi's Land Wii U or something like that. Huh. So everyone's like, hmm, there might be a Yoshi game coming up. And I don't think anyone predicted that it would be a yarn game, but it's nice to see something like that uh, come out and you know, go through the. It's nice Yoshi's to see a Yoshi game. More Yoshi! Although at the same time, and you know, also you had Resident Evil on that list, and it turns out you know Resident Evil Revelations is going to be coming out. But then also on that list was Metal Gear Solid, and I wonder, mm. Ground Zeroes? Oh, yeah. oh, maybe, maybe we'll see. Biggest surprise of you know the whole Nintendo Direct, what I think was Shin Megami Tensei, not Megami, <laughs> Cross <laughs> Cross Fire Emblem. Actually, uh, quick story, if you want to know why I chose the name Megami, actually. Does it have something to do with Yu-Gi-Oh? It does, actually. Ah. 
I was um I was really into card games, especially Pokemon. Then when Yu-Gi-Oh came out, I got into that as well. And I got the Kaiba deck and my little brother got the Yu-Gi-Oh deck. And in the Kaiba deck there is a fairy card called Wakan I don't know how to pronounce her first part. It's like Wakan something Megami. And I just really like that name. That's, um that's so why I thought you chose the name. At, at first at first I made a character named Megami just like because I also like to draw and write and stuff. My first user account was um, Suds33, and then when that got taken down, I'm like, I like the name Megami, so I'll just do Megami33. And then later on, I found out that it meant, like, princess and stuff, so a lot of people thought, like, oh, she just picked that because oh, <laughs> she thinks she's better than everyone. I'm like, no! I just got it <laughs> off a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I didn't know what it meant. It's a Japanese word. <laughs> well, so back, almost back- like... Back then, we just took, like, random Japanese words, and we didn't look them up, and then when the internet exploded, we could look up all this information. Oh, for I sure. <laughs> I, I, picked the name, I picked the name Yoko because of Yoko Kurama from Yu Yu Hakusho. I love Kurama. And then everyone's like, hi, Yoko, you know, Gurren Laga and girl and boobs, and all these other Yokos, Yoko Ono, <laughs> Yoko Kano, and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Super... Super Mario. It's a me. Super Sonic. Hey, 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 Tony. Hey, Tony. What, yeah, what's your name? Is Tony. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, well, you know, no, I'm not gonna embarrass the hell out of you yet. I, I wish I had a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem, though, a uh, very surprising crossover for Wii U. You just have Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, Awakening coming out on 3DS this week. Uh, I'm so. Very- Crazy, amazing things about that. Like, yeah. talking it up. Everyone really is, and, I mean, it looks to be great for sure. Um, I think some people are kind of confusing that Shin Megami Tensei means Persona characters. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't think that's the case. I, uh, I think the problem with it is because Persona has such a huge rep. Right. It's very popular, and everybody's going crazy over the Vita version now. The Vita version is fantastic. Exactly. So those those newcomers, those people that only associate that name with Persona, and then they see this, and they're just like, oh, we're Persona? Right. Um, <laughs> Persona's its own thing in Japan, for those that do not know. And then Shin Megami Tensei, they have their own main series of games. They're working on Shin Megami Tensei 4. And then they're even, they have you know Devil Survivor and Nocturne and all these other different games. I mean, you may have noticed there are no Persona characters in that trailer, so I think those looking <laughs> for a Persona character, because some are like, Persona and Fire Emblem, what is this? And like, mm, not really, no. Yeah, no. we don't. I, d- I don't know anything about Shin Megami Tensei. Neither do I, but Persona, hell yes. Much about Fire Emblem either, so. <laughs> well, you know Marth and, and Roy and I. See, this is That's exactly it. the problem. Everyone forgets these games. That's why they want to. attention to Persona. There you go. Well, The Legend of Zelda they also mentioned, and they're talking about how they want to break the linear conventions. Yes, because that's exactly what they said last they time with <laughs> Skyward, oh, Skyward Sword. Sword. Mm. Mm-hmm. Granted, I liked Skyward Sword. Uh, not a lot of people you know, totally bought into it, but I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's very half. I, yeah. played, it at, I played it at Comic-Con. It was, a, it was another Zelda game. It sure was Zelda game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but um, growing up with my brothers, we didn't play Zelda that much, so I was never really into it. Um, the games I've only played with Zelda were on the Game Boy Color. 
and and then I got I got the first Wii Zelda game, and I was just never into that series. Really, I don't know. I know a lot yeah. of people are really big into it because it's got a huge ass timeline, and there's a lot of games for it. I've been playing Zelda for much of my life, so the fact that uh, they're they. The fact that they say they're going to break linear conventions with Skyward Sword made me laugh when I beat it because I'm just like, that was linear as all like, I'll get out. Mm-hmm. There's like a point where you could choose this, like you could go here first, here first, or here first. That 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 was the only non-linear part about it was that you could choose to go to this one instead of this one. <laughs> well, they were just like conventions too. Like uh, I, I yeah. think I very remember them like, oh, we're not just going to have it to where you get an item in the dungeon and then you use that item to beat the boss. But that's totally what happened. Uh-huh. So hopefully they break that too. I will say that it did have my favorite uh, boss battle in the history of Zelda. So. Oh, yeah, that go. eight sword-handed thing. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. Uh, Kalaktos, I think the name was. That thing was great. Uh, I like the final boss too. He was cool. Yeah, yeah he was pretty cool. Girihim was far more <laughs> epic of a fight. Yeah. Or Girihim, or whatever you want to call him. And he had a better theme too. Anyway, the point of it, like they said, you know, it's it's years away, and so to tie you over, we will release. You know, we've been looking at these different. Uh, art styles and how they would transfer over to Wii U and then you may recognize this and then they play you know this familiar Wind Waker music this is Windfall Island and this is in HD and you know what we're just gonna release Wind Waker in HD this fall for Wii U I think not December you. not this, not next summer Wait, yes. No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, I think me and Yoko <laughs> both were just. It was. Yeah. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and Yoko both were like, yes. I was. See? I was so yes in my mind because again, I was watching it at work, and I think I like just felt like the blood drain from my head, and just like lightheaded, just like, what is happening? <laughs> I know. But Yami, it's, are you familiar it, with Wind Waker? I am familiar with it, but I, I'm again. I haven't really played too many uh, Zelda games. I know of the Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Wind Waker but it, actually is the only one that I've played, but not beaten. Oh, yeah. Understandable. Well, yeah, there's that part. <laughs> that, yeah, that that part. part. Oh, I I, ju- I just remembered. I did play another one. And I don't know why I even played this one, but I played a Zelda game where Link was always on a train. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that spirit one. tracks. I do not know what grabbed me into that, but I'm like, eh, I could use something new to play. <laughs> spirit to pl- tracks was that was an interesting idea, but I think if they switched the name around, I think it would have been a much better game. Legend of Zelda Track Spirit. Now see, where does where does that where does that game fall into the timeline? I forget. And- <laughs> right after Phantom Hourglass, and then on yes. one of the three timelines, because that's a whole other. Discussion for another time why there's three timelines. Here's the thing with the timelines. If uh, it was cool because nobody knew for sure what it was, and then Nintendo's like, here you go, so I really don't care anymore. There's no then, mystique they anymore. Now, they now have the book, the Hyrule Historia book out in America. And oh, God. That's that's now a thing. It is um, a thing. And are I people, hear it's good. Are people like, actually seeing if there's something wrong about it or trying to see if they're oh, actually sure. right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, part of the timeline is for Ocarina of Time is that the hero dies, so that Link fails, 
So then you just think like, well, Link can fail in any other game. That doesn't that split the timeline. Why is it Ocarina that matters? It's, I, was it's I was watching a Did You Know Gaming, and they were talking about just some of the Easter eggs mm-hmm. from like other games. And they were just calling them Easter eggs because they weren't that in the timeline. And I'm like, how are we supposed to figure things out if you're throwing in Easter eggs of other games that aren't in the timeline? <laughs> we can't figure out if it's like historic or you're just like messing around. That's not fair. That's a good point. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for Wind Waker HD. I'm, who am I kidding? I'm so excited. But they oh say God. that they are going to also tweak gameplay. And I wonder if that means... Because you know, part of the myth for Wind Waker is that oh, the whole Triforce shard quest at the end of the game that nobody likes except kind of me because I'm weird. That's when I stopped (laughs) Um, playing the game. They say that that was, you know, rush and kind of a patch job because there were dungeons that were cut from Wind Waker. And it's like, could we put those dungeons back in Wind Waker now that you have the time? Or they had, you know, things like the Tingle Tuner, which was specifically, you know, featured for Game Boy Advance that... Tingle, yeah, all people that? would help you find secrets. Well, maybe they embed that in the Wii U, the gamepad. Oh, yeah, gamepad. They could. That is. I had to use that. I had to use that to like. There's a part where you have to use the leaf to like go really far over water. Yeah. I did that for more magic because I always ran out. Mm-hmm. There's like no way for I, I could not do that. Yeah, you got to hit that twister just right. Um, but not only is Wind Waker HD looking really good, Monolith. Ah, I can talk. Monolith Soft went out and... Don't feel bad. (laughs) They showed a trailer, teaser, whatever you want to call it, for a new game. And it looks very much like Xenoblade Chronicles. Maybe mixed with some Monster Hunter. That's what Uh, I got. Looks crazy good in HD. And then, like, the character shifts into a mech, and then it's just like... Yeah, that was... Mind blown. Uh, (laughs) They end it with the big red X on the screen, so we don't really have a working title. Although that X is kind of familiar to, you know, Xenoblade, Xenogears, maybe. Uh, so it's it's hard to say, but, you know, definitely reminiscent with the uh, the HUD and the kind of gameplay of Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, we'll see what happens with that, but, I mean, Wii U is getting some games, and that is more than they can say for the next two months, because they're like, for January and February, we've got nothing. But March? Hey... Which, honestly, I'm fine with because I still gotta be black uh, and white, too. Mm. I still have to buy a 3DS and play black. Honestly, in my opinion, again, I am a fangirl, but I think Nintendo is going the right pace because right now I have so many games Mm -hmm. that I still need to beat that I don't want new games right now. Like, you know, I'm fine with waiting in March. Actually, I'm very excited for March because March is when uh, Luigi's Mansion 2... And the new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon oh, come out. Yeah. So I'm totally just going to Nintendo World, buying those both. It's going to be awesome. March for Wii U is also, or maybe at the very end of February, uh, Rayman Legends. And that's going to uh, be yeah. awesome as well. Never, uh, never a huge fan of Rayman, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Origins is really good. And then you have the demo that they had at all the different Best Buy stations and what have you. And that was... That was really impressive. And yeah, also Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. I mean, Nintendo's getting the games, and then you look at Microsoft and Sony right now are in this kind of stalling transition period, and we'll get to talking about that soon with the, the PS4 and all that, but Nintendo's on a good path right now, and people can you know knock their games, their strategy all they want, but they're in, they're in a good place, I think. I wanted to say that that Monolith game looked like to me, and don't take this in a bad way if you don't like the game, just graphically... 
and a few little things that looked like FF13 to me. I was just yeah. going to say that, actually. It had a very Final Fantasy 13 feel it to does. it. It does. It definitely does. I'm not saying it's going to play like that, so don't jump on me. Because FF13 like is gorgeous to look at. Yeah, but to look at that game, yeah, that's one thing. They're I'm... just not fun to play anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh hey <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm more of a Tales series fan myself. Thank you! <laughs> I'd like to play some of those, but I do like FF a lot. Granted, they they started getting more like linear. Like they don't let you like at least with Tales of Symphony and New Dawn, like that was just kind of like straight in the path and everything. Mm-hmm. It did it did you get like a few little Easter eggs and stuff, but like Tales of Symphonia, you could go everywhere. There uh-huh. was shit everywhere. It was awesome. <laughs> you don't have to be like you don't have to be like in a Pokemon battle. You could defend and run around and stuff. Like, that's how you play an RPG. I'm hoping that Vesperia becoming a download for the PS3 is a thing that actually happens. Oh, man. Vesperia that looks beautiful. <laughs> when Tales of Vesperia comes out, and if, if we get the version that Japan got, just localized for America, I would have to buy a PS3 for it. Hands down, this is something that needs to happen. Well, even better if it comes out for free on PlayStation Plus, because, you know, they're dropping all those different games that are... For free, I think what the latest one was Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus for PlayStation Vita, like, and then Darksiders and for P- PS3. I mean, PS Plus, y'all. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I I used to defend gold whenever I could, and I I still defend it as a whenever when someone goes, well, you just got to pay for it. I'm like, dude, it's like less than five dollars a month. It's a True. pizza a month. It's a pizza a month. <laughs> I, 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 I buy things and I justify this by Little Caesars Hot and Ready pizzas. Why? Because I, I've got one like right there across the street. <laughs> Makes it very easy to keep it as a visual cue. Mm-hmm. I could buy this, but how many pizzas could I could I buy for this? And it's uh, I haven't had a pizza in a very long time. Really? But. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 cutting carbs for this year for the, but yeah. you know I'm not I'm not doing a carb diet. I'm doing a uh, just watching carbs instead of like mm, bread all day long. Would yeah. it feel bad if I let you know I have a little Caesar's hot and ready in my kitchen right now? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Um, it would if I knew that you used like little Caesar spice packs, but no, uh, hell no. And then we got see, the crazy bread because that shit's the best. Uh, see, like another thing is like freaking. I worked at Little Caesars for oh, a little well. while, and I saw how that stuff was made. And then that kind of ruins it. Yeah, <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot of it takes a lot of me to uh to actually eat crazy bread. You're making me hungry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. How is Tony not back in this call? Got- how did he drop? <laughs> I'm telling him to join the call. He hasn't realized. I'm just like, hmm, that that Tony, we're missing that voice there. Well, let's talk about Evo while we get that whole thing sorted out. We mentioned last time on the show that the fighting game community and uh, Shoryuken and Evo, there's going to be an eighth game added to the Evo circuit, but it would be decided through a donation drive. All the proceeds going to breast cancer, great cause. <laughs> and at the last time, you know, for the last show, we were saying that Oh, you know, Super Smash Bros. Melee, you know, had a pretty sizable lead over, you know, Skullgirls was in second place, but, you know, for a fair margin. Well, things got a bit crazy. I don't know, Super, did you follow this one pretty closely? I followed it, um, not too closely. Oh, 
uh, community member Major Moses, he he just went crazy on this thing, yes. and uh, and I, it's like I have never seen like Sminja's post in other boards and such like that, and he was everywhere. He was on there their main website he was he was like literally putting forth like keys for games for like incentives to donate and that was pretty much one of the coolest things i've ever seen the community members do mm-hmm. you know outside of the various show me news contests uh right but uh that we've was had really- some good contests for sure yes uh but just the just the amount of money that was donated at the very end i've got the final totals all right here please break uh, it down for us Break it down. No, this is, this, this, is the final totals, uh, <laughs> this is the final totals that I have available to me. I don't know if they're if they're right perfect because to be honest, I can never get these freaking WePay pages to load the same every time. Mm. But uh, the final totals were for Super Smash Brothers Melee. I'm just going to do a top uh, five. Is for Super Smash Brothers Melee was ninety four thousand six hundred and eighty three dollars. Fantastic. Yeah, that Smash community. That that is strictly grassroots community Smash Brothers. It's for an we eleven year old game, hard... eleven twelve year old game. Yeah. Uh, I just want want everyone to think about that for a second. It's like, yeah, we did we did like drives and we did matches. Uh, as in, like, donation matches, not... Well, actually, we did both. We did actual game matches, and we did donation matches up to, like, $4,000, stuff like that. But outside of one mysterious $4,000 uh, donation that we don't know where it came from, at least as far as I know... Mm, that sounds um, fishy. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter at the because in place was uh, Skullgirls at $78,760. And that one ate, like, so many huge donations, like mm-hmm. $5,000 ones. They were just getting huge donations from everywhere. Well, it was great to see for the Skullgirls community because you had a lot of the voice actors. You had, you know, a lot of people getting involved with that, you know, doing, you know, personal messages. Or, you know, there was, like, a $1,000 uh, bid and you'd get, like, a one-hour session with Wendy Lee. I mean. And I think one of the one of the guys, somebody um, was getting a tattoo or something. Oh, that's right, too. yeah. Uh, I think someone shaved their their head as well and stuff like that. They had a bunch of stuff going on for that for Skullgirls. I'm not saying like, oh man, it's a good thing Smash won. No, I I have to give it to all of these communities. Mm. Uh, they really banded together to go. Like they went they went big. They all went big. Oh, for sure. And yeah. like I'm you know speaking on behalf of the Smash community, I saw someone point this out on Facebook, and I'm not sure if it's the same for the other communities, but for Smash at least, like this is a community where sometimes people have trouble paying their tournament entry fees and yet they're you know giving to charity like this and that's fantastic mm-hmm. uh and and what probably the weirdest display was a uh, super street fighter 2 super turbo i think it was called yes uh i only have it abbreviated it's st here but uh it was thirty nine thousand five hundred and sixty seven. And that was basically accrued all in one day in under 12 hours. Wow. Just, just like six days ago, I think it was, it was at somewhere in like 1,000, 2,000. And then just all the money. It caught all Smash. All the money. It, it caught <laughs> up with Smash. It passed Smash for a little while there for like an hour. 
Uh, same with Skullgirls there towards the end. But then everything just ramped up to like zero to sixty, like nothing. And uh, in the fourth place, we had uh, five thousand two hundred and eighty for My Little Pony fighting his magic. <laughs> They Which had to make gonna, a uh, concession at the beginning, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like it was leading really it's early. It's not on. done yet, yeah. Yeah, it got. Wow, it, it's not um, even done, and it raised that much money. Here's the funny thing about it, um, Rose, man. When it was going for the when when it was going for the eighth slot, and that was it. It's like that was the only thing. It's just like whoever donates the most gets the eighth slot. My Little Pony fighting his magic ripped into everyone else. They had basically. Four thousand dollars before melee could even hit one thousand wow. dollars. Yeah, and very quickly, uh, SRK uh, got in contact with uh, the, the main six developers, and it's like we don't want. It's just, it, in the end, it's just like we're not. It's an unfinished game. We don't want to have this kind of floating due date for this game, so we don't want to rush it. So in the end, uh, what they did is just like if MLP wins, they'll do an expedition. Ex- Exp- expedition? <laughs> secret expedition. The Oregon uh, Trail. Uh, an exhibition match. Uh, an expi- exhibition tournament. I can't say exhibition, apparently. Um, but, f- fun fact about that game. I actually tried out for Fluttershy for oh, that game. No. I didn't get it, but I got an honorable mention, actually. If you look on their website, I'm one of the honorable mentions for Fluttershy. That's really cool. So that's something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... Right now, they're just trying to get the uh, main six down, so there might there there's probably a I lot. I was just gonna say because I don't think I don't think they have Rainbow Dash yet, right? No, I... Rainbow Dash was one of the first ones. Really, was kinda... it okay? I, w- I don't remember. Uh, they've got voices for all the main six, but, but there's a lot more characters that they're probably gonna work on for as they go on. So, uh, but if but they changed the rules up a little bit for MLP early on and that's when donations kind of stopped for it it's like they weren't going to give the eighth game to mlp because the main six developers didn't want that kind of floating release date for it they didn't want to force themselves so um right the donations for that kind of tapered off because i'm gonna be honest with you the brody community some of the things they've done for charity is amazing and a little scary at times because of how much money they just pour. Like, I don't know where the Brony community gets all its money. I just know they have donated hundreds of thousands, if not millions, by this point. I guess. I guess at this point, you know, whether how they get it doesn't matter. You know, as long as they are donating to these charities, I think right. that's good. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not killing anybody or anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or robbing some banks or something. Or, I mean. Friendship is magic. Now give me your money. Friendship is magic. What about the fifth place game there? Fifth place, uh, it tapers off kind of. It's like after thirty nine thousand, and you get to MLP's five thousand. It tapers off to basically uh, generally the same with all the rest of the games, which is one thousand nine hundred dollars is dead or alive five. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Dive kick came in at uh, came in at ninth at six hundred fifty dollars. And uh, what about Brawl? I don't know, like 15th place or something like that. <laughs> um, thing is, like, for, at the very start of the mat, uh, at the very start of all of the donations, um, a Smashboards mod locked 
and almost banned anyone posting the link to the brawl donation wow. links. Wow. Yeah, and I that was not accepted well. But by the time that they were really stopped, uh, it just didn't make sense to split our money between Melee and Brawl anymore. That's true. It's a divide and conquer. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't a divide. It was a house divided against itself cannot stand sure. uh, kind true. of thing. So, yeah, divide and conquer wouldn't have worked here. Uh, so Brawl came out fourth to last. Uh, no one put any money towards Brawl after the first week, mm-hmm. basically. But I'm, yeah, uh, how much? How much is the total? Because that's that's a big, big total. The aggregate total I don't have here, but uh-huh. I can easily pop it. I can just do throw it in my calculator here and have it for you in about thirty seconds. Well, I mean, the SRK article, you know, announcing uh, that Smash wins says fighting game fans raise over two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. I think it's actually closer to. Uh, I'm sorry, two twenty-five seven forty-four. That's that's the total that they have down here. Well done, fighting game community. Well done, all for breast cancer remember, research. That's remember fantastic. when fighting games were almost like dying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is nice. Also, with all the like shootings and stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh, games are downfall of society." I, I like seeing things like this too. Oh, you mean you mean the senators that say that video <laughs> yeah. games are a worse problem than guns is that what she- <laughs> yeah exactly and then you just see something like this and it's like oh yeah well if awful. anything this may like persuade them or you know you know show that we're not just you know playing games just to kill other people we can mm-hmm. also use it as a beneficial thing too definitely um i know there was stuff like, with, like delaying fighting. <laughs> yeah fighting games right <laughs> uh, there, there was stuff with you know delaying the uh, the due date when this is all done and up. confusion and all this <laughs> and so I at the end of it I kind of got sick of it I just wanted to know who won I wasn't so bought in to the hype personally and following every donation every spirit bomb lend me your energy lend me your money like there was to be fair the spirit bomb a- the last two the va- the last two hours uh, melee grew about twenty thousand dollars I'm not denying their effectiveness. I'm just saying I wasn't about to stay up late when it was due date at you know almost midnight Pacific time, you know 3 a.m. Eastern. Granted, I might have been up at that time, but still, I I just wanted it to be over. And now I'm kind of just like I'm really happy for the the fighting game community, but I'm I'm just kind of done with this story for right now. And I know that in July or whenever Evo is taking place, I'm going to be very hyped not only to see you games. Like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Persona 4 Arena, but now also Super Smash Bros. Melee, and that's awesome. Do you yeah. remember yeah. when the Skullgirls account tweeted that get ready for a real fighting game and then like flared a bunch <laughs> of butt hurt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. $225,000. Wow. And 32 cents. Yeah, it's always <laughs> a random amount of cents. Yeah. 225744 Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's fantastic. Well done. Almost, yeah. We're looking at almost a quarter million here. That's nuts. For research. And yeah. Man. Hey. I love donating to research. Well, really? Research <laughs> I do. Yields, re- yields results. <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah. if there was a sarcasm or not. No. <laughs> uh, there, there, there are sometimes like where charities, I, I, I'm a little worried about them because some of them is like, Breast cancer awareness, a lot of that kind of stuff, I, I get a little bit 
antsy about. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like, that's awareness. That's not going to actually fix the problem. Especially since aware- awareness, you can get awareness by going, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Okay, well. I'm aware of it now, and I like I understand I understand the merits of of it, but like so I see so much more for breast cancer awareness than I do see for breast cancer research charities that I think people aren't really kind of understanding the difference between the two. Sometimes I, I guess it's more in a way of just knowing, you know, getting yourself checked up once in a while and making sure that you're healthy, you know. Yeah. I think it's more like that because in this day of age, we do need to be aware of how we eat and, you know, how long we stay out in the sun. You know, we need to be more careful. And sometimes we just don't care about those things before it's too late, you know. Mm-hmm. And this show just got real. Yeah. So video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Video games. Come on. Urgh. Urgh. Um, Sony came out with this really strange teaser a couple days ago saying that the wow. that likely the reveal of the next PlayStation would be February 20th and a lot of sources are coming in Wall Street Journal is saying that yes it is for the next PlayStation um, that's crazy and, I know. Uh, you think that they would wait for E3 but we're talking less than three weeks away this is a ballsy move by them very ballsy mm-hmm. It's funny to me just because we've been talking about how E3 has just been bad and uh, how Nintendo and Sony and others have just been like, well, E3 is just for the shareholders. And now I just see Nintendo do this direct and Sony's like, we're just going to announce it now. And I'm like, cool. And then Microsoft is sitting there and they're like, connect? (laughs) Yep. Look at our connect. Want to see us dance? Maybe a little bit of lip syncing? I mean... Uh, Maybe we'll actually fix it for E3. Oh! Mm. <laughs> I keep talking about freaking four walls and stuff like that. I don't know oh. which one. I've, uh, whenever I keep on thinking about that four wall thing, I can not... I, I always think about Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. And You, uh, you can't. Wow. You, you just can't. I'm just, I, I'm just like, who would think of this? And think and go. This is a good idea. There's nothing in mainstream society that downplays the idea of four walls closing you in with nothing but media. <laughs> I just look at all. I just hear all this stuff with like PS3 and whatever new Xbox, and I just see Nintendo sitting there with their like good standard like HD thing, and I'm like thinking all this stuff's gonna be crazy expensive, and I think there's a very good chance Nintendo's just gonna be like, well, we got this $300 thing that looks really good still. And then you have people like Michael Pactor saying like, oh, well, the Wii U only competes against the 360 and PS3 anyway. derp 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 Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, there are also interesting rumors coming out about the PS4 that supposedly one of the features, if this is to be believed, is that the PS4 or Orbis or whatever you want to call it, name not confirmed, will support gameplay recording up to 15 minutes. That you know that players can edit and then post online, which kind of makes sense since Sony bought Gaikai, and that's kind of like a, you know, almost like a live stream, not a live streaming service, but cloud gaming service. And so you got to think that Sony's got to do something unique and original here. And the supposed touchscreen on the controller that's you know pretty small, they're doing away with the DualShock supposedly. That's not going to cut it. I mean. No. 
Nintendo has the banana. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo it, tries the gamepad, and that's that's unique. But we got to think like, what's the actual feature that's going to sell this thing? If it's not backwards compatible with three, and two would be nice, but if it's not backwards compatible with three, what's the point? That's gonna hurt a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really scary because if they're really revealing all this very soon in a matter of a few weeks, what on earth are they going to show for E3? Probably, games, probably just more. In- you think the game? You think they'll have enough games to suffice for that? Well, it's it's um, possible. Focusing on it. I mean, you that the part of the rumor also is that it would be for release holiday of this year, and that that sounds crazy. But then you also okay. look at you know some of the. Uh, the studios that have been basically done for a little while. I mean, Polyphony had Gran Turismo 5, and I know that was a very long development there, but they have had nothing since then. Um, rumors of a new Uncharted, perhaps, from Naughty Dog, we're, you know, a different I think team. We're due, I think we're due for Infamous 3, too. It's been oh, a while. Oh, yeah, Sucker Punch, absolutely. I mean, so some of these big Sony franchises have been dark for a couple of years here, and maybe they were working on this. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting I do propose the counterpoint, though, that like we mentioned it a little bit earlier. What is Microsoft going to do? <laughs> I mean, they... I think they're gonna Halo on 4 that. just came out. They're screwed. Yeah. Well, Ge- Gears of War Judgment is their pretty much only first-party game this year. So you think maybe they're doing development for their next system, but are they leaving it for an E3? Is it going to be another day before, you know, the Sunday they had the... What was it? The... The Natal experience? No, that was when it was Connect officially. The big Cirque du Soleil thing that really failed at E3. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. That was weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost feels like I wonder if Microsoft would be caught a little flat-footed here. And uh, like, we're at this period of transition here with Sony and Microsoft. And you know, it goes back to what we said before. I think Nintendo is in a good position right now with the games all set for their systems. I just want to... It's just going to come out and, like, look at all these apps and stuff it can do, but we don't have games still. Because that's what they've been doing. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I just don't know if it's going to be enough for Sony. I'm, I'm not even talking, like, Big 3 staying in the game. It's, like, staying in the market is, like, being good. I'm talking about, like, literally are they still making a profit to where they can even still pursue this kind of thing? Because mm. I haven't been hearing good things for Sony as the... As a whole, as in, like, not Sony the game developer. I'm talking Sony the company. Oh, yeah, I've well. Hearing, I've been hearing like, stuff from Microsoft, too. That's just, like, a lot of their stuff's not been doing good, too. Yeah, Microsoft's been doing terrible decisions across the board. Uh, just look at Windows 8 for a little while and just kind of go, that, oh, that surface. God. How's that surface working out? <laughs> surface is a smart glass. And... Those I, fancy I'm, commercials I'm... that kick, 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 kick. I have no, no pretty one? cool. Okay. I have to say, dude, I, I run Mozilla with like freaking ad block. Okay, I don't see commercials. I can't. I can't also think of that game, but I want to know when that game's coming out. Um, from the people that made Shadow of the Colossus, weren't they working oh, on that? The what Last ha- Guardian. What happened to that game? <laughs> it's it's kind of development stalled. hell. Pretty yeah, much. development still? hell. Still. Yeah. Well, that's what we call it development hell. At this point, I I mean, they do say they're still working on it, and even though. Do you Didn't think we'll see something for E3, maybe? Uh, maybe they're put, they pushed it back to this PS4, perhaps. I think the creator left or something, and then they're like, no, we're still working on it, but we had to restart it. Yeah, again. I think, oh, I think well, he left, he left the game industry in a way, but like he's still connected with the project. So like he's not... Yeah, it's it's in a weird fugue state. I don't know. Sounds messy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but no, that's that's one to look forward to for sure. Whenever that is, you know, starting to disappear in the vaporware, Half Life Three, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Three, could Kingdom Hearts Three? My goodness. Um, and that'll be interesting I, to see what comes of it. I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, but at this point, the story is just like everywhere beyond my comprehension anymore. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. I I I, I thought. I used to consider myself a Kingdom Hearts fan. Like, I thought I, I played. I thought I, I used I, to know what was happening, but now yeah. it's just like now I think they're just kind of adding and making up shit, and they're just getting me confused. <laughs> it seems very well laid out, but it's convoluted as hell. Uh, we went through them last year, and we stopped at Dream Drop, and like last weekend we watched the cutscenes from Dream Drop, and I'm like. Oh, a lot of this fell out of my head. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Dream Dream Job is supposed to be taking place inside Sora's head. Pretty much. Time (laughs) travel. Yeah. They introduced time travel. I'm like, no. But it's all in his head. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Thank you. Oh, jeez. That'd be great. Have Doctor Who. Honestly, (laughs) if they do that, then maybe some things will make sense in that series. Mm-hmm. Or at least then they have reason to just like to cop out. <laughs> Why did this happen? Uh, Sonic Screwdriver. Why did this happen? Uh, Tardis. How did he date Tardis? There you go. It it solves really everything. Yeah. The hilarity of the week this week is where we talk about you know some crazy story that has happened within the past couple weeks in the gaming industry, and this one story comes up, and it says the title of the article. Mr. Devil May Cry fan, this is not how democracy works. <laughs> uh, he sends, sends a letter to you know, whitehouse.gov, not whitehouse.com. <clears throat> um, mm. So at whitehouse.gov, they started to accept petitions, and we, if you've been paying attention, like they had one for the Death Star, and then they actually replied to the Death Star petition in a kind of clever way, but... This Devil May Cry supposed fan says, Dear Mr. Obama, as a consumer of the video game industry, there is one video game that has caused a lot of controversy over the past few months. Apostrophe S? Yes. Mm. The name of the game is DMC Devil May Cry, made by Ninja Theory and Capcom. A majority of gamer... Apostrophe S are aggravated that this game has changed so much from its past predecessors and the game actually insults the consumers in-game. It actually insults the consumers in-game, do tell. We as consumers did not want nor need this reboot, and we believe it violates our rights to have a choice between the original apostrophe S, good God, that's awful, or the reboot. This game is violating our rights as a consumer, and we believe it should be pulled off shelves from game stores due to its apostrophe S insulting nature and the fact that it violates our rights. Oh, it just violates our rights. Please, Mr. Obama, look into your heart. And make the decision that will please us, capital G gamers. <laughs> the, uh, the person have a stroke writing this letter, or <laughs> uh, or they just can't English. They can't English <laughs> at all. Um, it's most it's most the internet entitlement. Me much? too. Sometimes. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> what do you mean it's you too, uh, Tony? I mean, no. I mean, it's like the internet sometimes. Just oh. people can't type. I thought you said me too. Like what? What game? Oh yeah, me you... too, dude. I typo a lot. No... <laughs> I thought you say like you'd you'd write a yeah, petition to the government. No, I wouldn't write a thing like this. No, <laughs> but sometimes I type, and you're just like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry." Maybe if oh, I may... maybe if I email Obama, I'll finally get a Pokemon Snap from Nintendo. 
Yeah. It should work like that. Or an actual console game that has all of the regions. Obviously, oh, Mr. Obama has a button for all this shit. Obviously. We just have to yeah. write to him about it. Why can't he just fix everything? It's that easy. <laughs> it reminds me of those kind of just jokes where like people like, oh, this goes wrong in the world, blah, blah, blah. Maybe in a, in a different country, and they're just like, thanks, Obama. <laughs> Especially considering this is from a Japanese game developer. <laughs> right. That's even funnier. Because insults the consumers in game. I think maybe they're talking about that. I don't know if you've seen it. They have a little scene where Dante is doing his thing, whatever, and then like a mop head falls on his head, and so it kind of gives like the white hair look, and he just like looks in the mirror, whatever. He's like, "Heh, not in a million years," and then goes back to doing his thing. And like, is that the supposed insulting the fans because they? Like, that's kind of like the immature argument. It's kind of weird how the whole DMC thing, when they had the first trailer, like, it's not white hair, Dante. Rage, rage, rage. And then, like, the game comes out, and it's actually good. I I like that, uh... I just saw one little cutscene in a trailer where somebody's like, you're not on the list. And he just punches the guy, (laughs) writes something, he's like, I am now, and he drops it, and it just says, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? You just made up for everything, and development that I didn't like just for that. And then like one of the villains that's on the big TV screen is kind of a reflection of like Bill O'Reilly ish. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I'm I'm looking forward. I'm part of my gaming resolution is to play the Devil May Cry franchise this year. So I'm looking forward to playing it, but man, I don't know if it's going to insult my rights or violate my rights, the gamer <laughs> apostrophe the game, S. Dude. Pause, Pause the game. The game. If it, do- if it does, you'll have to let Obama know right away. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Apostrophe S is everywhere. Mr. Obama, I did not enjoy this video game. Please make someone pay for it. <laughs> Sincerely, Massive. your favorite person in the world. <laughs> Sincerely, a ga- capital G gamer. And while we're at it, Mass Effect 3 broke the law. Let's complain to that government you know, agency and blah, blah, blah. Tony, let's go through the uh, the story pool here. Because you put a lot of these down here. Uh, yeah, the THQ. I thought that'd be a headline. I the thought THQ so too. All but you know, I think Smash getting into Evo kind of all that Evo out. stuff. Yeah, all that Evo stuff was crazy. But yeah, pretty much THQ sold off all their assets to various companies. I'm trying to think. Games of mention. South Park went to Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. That's a Is good. Is there any other? Homefront went to Crytek. I don't know a lot of these other ones. One of like the studio that produced Dead Island um, got yeah, a couple of the franchises, and I don't know. People aren't pleased with that. What's the it's the name of that company? It must be interesting to watch one of these bidding things. Happen. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very it's very sad that that had to happen. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people lost their jobs too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, totally. But the, honestly, the only games I've ever played from them, though, was um, is the Tax series. Hmm. They published the Sonic Advance titles way back when. Yeah, I didn't play too many Sonic games. I played uh, uh, the ones that were on the GameCubes. Oh, yeah. Sonic Those Adventure 2. Adventure 2 Battle was, was honestly yeah. probably the best Sonic game, in my opinion. There's their uh, yeah. HD ports on Xbox and PS3. Oh, okay. You should check that out. Not the uh, best darts? sports, but yeah, I, the game is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you you just didn't like the sound. What else didn't you like? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I have so much nostalgia and enjoyment for that game that I think a lot of my judgment is still clouded. Oh, yeah. Darksiders is still up in the air. That's the only one that's, like, up in the air right mm-hmm. now. I know uh, Platinum apparently wants to yeah. get their hands on that, and that would be interesting. Yeah, you get it a, a Nintendo exclusive, maybe? Huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep stealing franchises and then making their sequels on there. Well, speaking of and, Nintendo, you know, franchise Junction Point, the studio that made Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey Two, they went under just, as well. You just skip right over the WWE thing, don't you? <laughs> Maybe they got bought out by Take Two. Woohoo! That is that is a Megami good. Megami doesn't Taka and Lanny watch wrestling. They do, and my brothers used to as well. Important people on the internet watch wrestling. Stop making fun of me. I just don't get it. And <laughs> did, I did you don't just understand why it's still popular? Tony, you just compared yourself to those two, and you I think you just implied that you're an important person on the internet. No, I mean, no, I didn't. No, I'm saying that cool people do, and so uncool people like me are okay. So leave me alone. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. We'll, we'll consider that. Uh-huh. Um, Epic Mickey. Yeah, I don't know how... Did they make anything else besides Epic Mickey? No. No, and I well, think they were doing good, weren't they? Well, I mean, I heard a lot of problems with those games. Like they really paid attention to a lot of the details, but they kind of didn't really get the gameplay down, and that's yeah. I played Epic Mickey, and basically that was the problem. They made it look too pretty and added a lot of cool features and stuff, but there's a lot of glitching and the camera sucks. Yeah, I felt really sold on the game at you know the 2010 E3 conference when they had the side-scrolling black and white. Oh sort yeah, of thing. like. I felt really sold on that. I'm like, Disney, yes! And then you play the first level, and it's like, uh, what is this? This I, world I, that I you have to... I couldn't get into it either. Uh, what got me is it's like, you went out of your way to platform to get things, and it's like, you unlocked art. And I'm like, cool, this is not helping me in the gameplay. There's <laughs> just a lot of stupid little gameplay. That's the problem. They just put way too much art, though. The storyboards are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Disney storyboards. They are gorgeous. But yeah, that... You know, once you get back into the game and you start getting pissed off, you don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, fuck the art, whatever. Pretty much. Uh, Jesse McCartney then tweets out a picture that he's in the recording studio with a Kingdom Hearts picture in the background. Might imply that the one and a half HD mix, whatever, is going to come to the States. It's, it's, that's, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's got to be a good sign because, I mean, they released it over in Japan with English dialogue, but they never, like, recorded more english dialogue mm-hmm. isn't so, the kingdom one or kingdom hearts one version in there also the final mix which yeah, like so america never got yeah so that's like a, a lot of people didn't think we'd get it for that reason because mm-hmm. they like that namora said some stupid stuff like oh i don't want to release that yeah in the west and i think square's like hey we need money so let's do that <laughs> It's that, and they need to reestablish the fan base and get all these over here just so well, people... Well, they gotta stop making Final three. Fantasy games suck. <laughs> <laughs> they just need that to make 15. They, they keep hovering in 13 world, and then they made 14, which was online again, so no one cared. It's like, guys, just 15. Just stop making 13 threes and stuff. Or, here's an idea. Let's make something new. How about taking a risk and making something new? You're already losing the money. You might as well take the risk. They keep making new stuff, but then nobody likes any of it. What's the newest thing? They made? I haven't like, really, like, kept, I I haven't really kept up with them, really, honestly. Like they made, like, Infinite Undiscovery and a few other ones that just palmed horribly. <laughs> Those were bad games. So. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were bad. <laughs> that's what I mean, and they won't, like, 
see they won't like remake seven or make another Chrono Trigger. Like they do need to kind of go back, but they keep just doing dumb things. I don't know. Um, Sony announces a PlayStation Vita referral program. I wanted that to be the hilarity. <laughs> yeah, they I, like I suppose. you to make people buy Vitas. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't pass up apostrophe S. I just couldn't. I I have to say I loved the podcast I was listening to because they said when um, they said the best way to sell Vitas is when the PlayStation Four comes out and they just throw the Vitas in the box along <laughs> with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe possible, the Vita actually. could be the controller. Hey. That's actually that's what they actually put into mind saying that i mean oh and then it would sort of be like the wii u but you know well we can't be clever for that and... oh. i mean if they had the vita be the controller for the ps4 that'd be cool it'd be expensive as hell and honestly you're I... basically giving your people like here's a controller by the way you can go off and do things with it too yeah so. I only know, like, one person with it, and the only reason she bought it was for the Persona game. Uh, you can like, make that two people. That is what I did yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that guy over there. His hey, name's I, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not as, I, I explained it to somebody that most of those big Sony budget titles I want to play on my TV. I don't want to play... Like, and some of them, they're like, but you can play PlayStation All-Stars on the go, and I'm like, but... Why would you want to? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to play the game? Also, yeah, the game's not... See, the problem is they're thinking too much. They're, they're trying to do what Nintendo is doing, but not realizing that their games are not suitable the way Nintendo's games are. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, and Microsoft's trying to do that as well. It's called Smart Glass. Everyone takes from Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Grand Theft Auto got a September 17th release date. And makes that it was- like, that's close to the same day as you know Borderlands 2 this past year. And then it's like, wow, <laughs> that was... Four yeah. months ago? Yeah. Damn. Thank God they finally put down a release date that they can push back. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was thinking that too. It's like, okay, Grand Theft Auto got announced. Uh, I'll wait till we get closer before I'll get excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It's like, most of the time, release dates are just down so they can push them back later. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, out recently this week, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Yay. I'm Do you know anything really... about this game? I know. So I, hear, I hear the jump is useless yet amazing. <laughs> That's basically all I've heard about the game. Basically, uh, since I can't play it, since I don't have a PS3, I've been just watching some gameplay, and I I've been listening to the the guy in my podcast who's reviewed it, and he's he's loved it. It's basically like if you're really into like um, Pokemon or just like RPG elements at all, and just gorgeous art. Oh, it's beautiful. The game is beautiful. It's a really fun game. Yeah, there's little glitches, and yeah, if you're not the type that likes the grinding, you know, grinding and battling little monsters, then it's not your thing. But honestly, it's doing very well, and it's a lot of fun from what Oh, yeah, I heard they couldn't honor a lot of the pre-orders. Yeah, they they talked about that on my podcast. I couldn't believe that. I love when big games come over and they're like, no, no one's gonna. They actually said a can- they actually said someone from Canada actually bought a hundred copies of those games and was actually selling them at higher prices, yeah, jacking like up the price. Four times them. the price or something. Yeah, ridiculous. Oh, those Canadians. <laughs> they just screw up everything with your stupid. Remember the they made a new Wii thing too. Oh yeah, the Wii. Mini. Oh yeah, that was a that was a good, <laughs> that was a good idea. Yeah, we talked about that here. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, that was a game that had a special edition that 
was really worth it because as far as I know, like it has a book kind of concept included in the game that is you know really beneficial to read it and all. Well, they included that book supposedly in this special edition, like the Wizards edition, I think they called it. And that would be a really cool thing to have, but man, if you can't deliver on that, that that doesn't look good from a PR front. Although I agree, like, hearing fantastic things about the game, like it's right now at the top of my GameFly queue, and it says very low for a reason because I think everyone's trying to pick John it up. John just tweeted by this. That was about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll get to that. Uh, the Cave also came out, and that was the. Uh, Adventure from goodness, I'm blanking on their names. Ron Gilbert and oh, what's the other one? Double Fine. Yeah, the Double Fine guys. Um, That looks to be pretty good as well. I was actually debating whether to get it for my Wii U or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, fifteen dollars, give it a look. uh, See if it's worth it there for you. And then the uh, Hitman HD trilogy. Um, If you have Steam, you could get those three games for like. Six bucks on a sale. So, HD. I well, I mean, sure. Is the HD worth it? Maybe the trophies as well. I'm sure the games are Dude, worth I it. I really like trophies. I I like them too, but sometimes I have to weigh the costs versus the yeah. the benefits. And I'm like, I already got these games in that last Steam sale that I paid way too much just for all these <laughs> games here. <laughs> so, but that's out, and that's you know probably around thirty bucks or so. So. Look into that as well. The soapbox is the part of the show, and you were kind of mm-hmm. running a bit low on time here. Um, so let's try to keep these a little quick. We give a little uh, rant here about anything media-related, and I would want to talk about 30 Rock and how it ended and how I'm going to miss that show dearly. <laughs> um, but, because that's important gaming news. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's media. We nah, like to... This is just like a little five-minute okay. media thing. I, I mean... Tony talks about wrestling sometimes. We love. I don't anymore do because this. no one cares. No, everyone just <laughs> checks out when I do that. Well, I mean, we are a part of the Showmere News Network at showmerenews.com where we have a bunch of different shows. And one of the shows I do is called WTF Pokemon. So when I mentioned before, like, I'm crazy about Pokemon. It's not a, just about, you know, playing the games, like the first game I own and all that stuff. It's I, a way of life. Well, I mean, it's a way of, that's, that's Mucha Lucha, that it's a way of life. That's right. That's right. We just cool. dropped some kids, kids WB reference oh, there. Um, old. <laughs> so old. So old. Well, WTF Pokemon. For those that are listening for the first time, don't know what the show is. Um, it's where my brother Sword Hunter and I we watch a Pokemon episode and then we you know come up with the bottom five moments because we think that the nostalgia goggles that we wear when looking back on the show we have you know such fond memories and then we look at particularly the older episodes of the anime and be like, um, that that doesn't make sense when I'm looking at it at a more mature or critical mind. So it was a show that started in 2008. We did about you know, the first 48 episodes up to Holy Matrimony. The analysis was good, the quality not so much. We come back from hiatus in 2011. Uh, we finish the Indigo League. We finish the Orange Island League. So very beginning up through Orange Islands, we've looked at these bottom five moments. We've done movies at Yomacon. That's right, we do Yomacon, and I, I realize that you know, Megami, you've been to Yomacon, and there's, you know, we could have met hey. up, and like that's that's. Hey, remember how you guys had uh, sound issues in your panel? So did they. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we could 
We could totally share stories about that because yes. oh, well, that no, we was... the WTF Pokemon panel that I hosted was like the first slot of you know Friday, where you know they didn't have the maps. It was at Kobo, and no one knew where Kobo was. And oh yeah, because there nobody was no, had schedules. There was, there was no schedules. Or yeah, programs. yeah. I, I could go on that for a while. Anyway, the point is. Yes. Um, my show is now doing this thing, WTFP Riffs, where, you know, now that we're working on the movies and all that, uh, we basically riffed the third Pokemon movie, my brother and I. We put it out on our website at showmeyournews.com slash WTFP. I'll have it in the show notes here. Um, if you want to mm-hmm. watch it along with the movie or just listen to it on its own, it's an entertaining listen, I think. So, uh, that's, it's a fun show for the, all the, the Pokemon fans out there. I would recommend it, not that I'm biased or anything, but... Um, Turtle Land Speed on- Records still my favorite gang. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, turtle- honestly, I'm gonna have to check this out because this sounds awesome. <laughs> I think you would like it. I, I think the, you would the, too. They put on a good show. Yeah, no. but just remember the early episodes are like bad video production quality, but still, uh, it's still okay. Good so, I mean, my abridged series is pretty shitty quality in its beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone goes through some some growing pains here. Yeah. Anyway, yes, WTF Pokemon. That's my soapbox there. Tony, what about you? I wanted to ask Super and maybe Megami if she's kept up with it. What the hell is going on with this Alicorn stuff with Twilight? Oh, I don't know why everyone's freaking out so much. I'm following it because I kind of have to. He, he works with uh, Equestria Daily a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. no, basically from what I'm hearing, they're, they're, I don't know, there's just going to be a special episode where Twilight gets upgraded to an Alicorn. and. Yep. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is going to change Twilight's character, and I'm going to hate the show now. Yep. And that's basically it, and everybody's freaking out for no reason whatsoever. That's it. And one last, yep. As if, like, Twilight's really that popular of a character. Honestly, she's one of my least favorite. She's like the Powerpuff Girls. She's like Blossom. Blossom's my least favorite. I don't give a shit. You know, I I give a shit about, like, Fluttershy and Pinky and Bubbles. You know, they're the fun ones. I care about them. So if Twilight's doing this whole alicorn whatever, I'm fine with it. That's fine. I just realized that the Powerpuff Girls have very vaguely pony names. You know, they're, they're coming back, too, right? Yeah, I saw oh, that. Oh, that was the thing everyone was freaking out about, like, on the same well, It's like, day. oh my god, their style! Ugh! I kind of like the style, <laughs> but then again, like, I'm not, you know, superbly it's partial be- to the original. It's just but... because fans, you know, fa- <laughs> when fans love something for so long and then it comes back and it's different, it's just like, no! We want fans- the same! <laughs> it's fans different! Be you know, I think I went on a rant people don't People once. don't like change, sadly, you know? I can, under- like I can understand that. I don't, uh, it's like new designs, I'm like, whatever. The fact that it's like 3D animation kind of irks me. Not to the point where I wouldn't watch it, but that's not something I'm too fond of. I like 2D hand-drawn stuff. Well, apparently it's, I don't know why, but it's cheaper in the studios if you do it CG. Or... Oh, I know. I don't find it nearly as appealing to the eye. Yeah. That's... Like, they had that they had that Green Lantern show and, like, Young Justice follow each other. And I'm like, man, Green Lantern looks like a PS1 game. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? The Nickelodeon shows, like, with um, with uh, Kung Fu Panda, the Penguins, and Boneyard, like, they all look kind of, like, well, Pandas actually looks pretty good. I don't mm-hmm. like the look with the CG and everything, but the writing is really funny in those shows. Oh, yeah. I- I'm not disparaging oh, the writing. It. I just like 2D art a lot. I mean, hell, when I first saw Ponies, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I yes, watched more, yes. and I'm like, oh, okay. I That's can- what this is. I can get by it. You know, sometimes the writing could save the style, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. 
And before you I know mean, it, it's, nobody's it's, drawing ponies like ponies anymore. They're drawing them just like these ponies now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like... Like you said, the writing saves it because I'm watching a show with pink ponies in it now, so... <laughs> I'm not prepared to talk about ponies right now. I was here to talk mm. about games. Okay. I Megami, will... do you have something you want to rant about? Rant in general? Um, well... Just talk about, or...? Well, I guess I, I, I've been ranting about this on Twitter, but the Anova League for, um, for Pokemon was a huge disappointment. It was, like, the shortest league I've ever seen... And it, it was executed so poorly, it seems like they just didn't give a shit and wanted to move on to N and Team Plasma. Which, I mean, you've been doing this show for so long, why not just extend it to make the seri- to make the, the league longer? Because, I mean, that's the whole point of each season, is to see Ash in the league. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, not giving a shit about it, like, well, it was, like, four episodes? Like, maybe five? It was just... Ugh. It's just... Like, they just and didn't... he loses. It's not the fact that he lost. Like, I didn't care that he lost. I I was more heartbroken than the fact that he versed his rival in the first round, and he was gone. At Is, that moment... He at lost that... to Trip. Well, no, he lost to Trip before, okay, but right. Trip Trip lost to him in the first round of the league. Oh. They have never done that before, ever with a rival. They basically just went, fuck you, Trip. We don't give a shit about you anymore because nobody <laughs> likes you. And I'm like, that. that's true, like that but that's not word. the point. Well, You're not supposed with, to do they that. They that with Gary in the, the Silver Conference, but that was like later and it was a six-on-six six battle. And that was a great battle, but... Yeah, but see, like, I didn't like Gary. I didn't like Paul, but Paul they made... They had, they had good battles. They had a good pacing enough that I enjoyed the battles to see them, you know, Ash is supposed to fight his rival, like, near the close rank of the league, and the fact that he just he just knocks strips, and the battle didn't make any fucking sense either. That was the worst battle I've ever fucking seen. I was so disappointed and so angry, and yet I'm still gonna watch this fucking show, because I've been a fan ever since it aired. Did they dodge I- and use dodge? It's just Trip yeah. Trip has this amazing superior. This amazing mm. super fast superior. And it's like kicking Pikachu's ass. Right. And then all of a sudden Pikachu just does this bullshit move. It's like the Thunder Armor episode. Yep. Oh that yeah. Bullshit move where Pikachu's <laughs> like Thunder Armor. That made me so it reminded me of that time and I was just so upset. Yeah, you definitely need to watch my show. Like no joke. <laughs> That was awesome. So I guess if I had to rant, that'd be a good rant. Oh, uh, and, yeah. And um, how come the how come the Wii U is not a fucking DVD player yet? Like, what's going <laughs> on with that? Like, really, you can't add that yet? Like, I have to wait till gener- like System Six until you finally do that or something? I mean, not even a Blu-ray player, not a DVD player, even. <laughs> like next gen, they'll have a VCR. Okay, that's it. I guess yeah. that's, I guess that's. Right. <laughs> that was a good one. Good job. Yeah. I, I, told, uh... I told you I'm a huge Pokemon. <laughs> Super. Um, so you guys, you guys find out that uh, YouTube is introducing paid subscriptions. What? No. Oh yeah, YouTube is uh, prepping to launch paid subscriptions for individual channels on its video platform in the latest attempt to lure content producers, eyeballs, and advertiser dollars away from traditional TV. Well, crap. Yeah. Um. Right now, YouTube has thrown out a lot of uh, invitations to this paid subscription service where a content producer uh, like McKinema or Maker Studios or Fullscreen 
would then opt to become a subscribed channel where you then have to pay anywhere between $1 and $5 a month to watch their media. I can see McKinnema uh, doing this. Yeah. I can literally see McKinnema doing this because that seems like a really good way for money to come yeah. to come in. Um, has a lot to do with kind of that whole loyalty thing to your platform. I mean, you could still use YouTube. You can still use all that cool YouTube stuff, but you know, if you want to get the, the primo stuff, stuff, um, apparently that they're working is like for uh, they have the option to have all their old stuff available for free, but all their new stuff it would. Be, but they also have the option to bring it all under there. Kind of uh, like does the content provider have to pay anything? Can you say that again? You broke does, up. Does the content provider has to have to pay anything? Um, they probably get paid more. No, they get paid more. Wow, it's the incentive to the content provider. You know, if Game if you... Grumps doesn't do this, I'll be okay. Like I won't care. <laughs> I'll just watch only Game Grumps. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I would be very surprised if they didn't send one to Game Grumps. If oh, they didn't sure send they one did. to John I'm, Trump. I guarantee you, they did. But I don't know. I feel like that would cripple a lot of them. Yeah. It could cripple a lot of them, but you know, for for things like McKinema and other networks um, that are very heavily YouTube based, I could I could definitely see this. Uh, I don't know. Like like uh, people but, don't go to Blip as much because YouTube is just easier and it's free. Like yeah, Blip's, right now, not, Blip's not free, but I don't know. It's just like ads and I don't know. Well, Blip's right. way better with not being Blip's a totally jerk better. about copyright. Bots. Right. Yeah, it's that, but Blip, I don't know, it's just YouTube's got like literally almost everything, so it's just easier and it's free and people just go to it for that reason. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, but right now, um, as far as we know, YouTube is pay- treating this as a uh, as an experiment, first of all. So I don't think we're going to see many content providers go for this right off the, right off the bat. Like, probably about 25 channels or something like that will go for it at first. I don't know when we're going to see this well, roll out. I'm glad to I see it in an experimental much. stage, at least. You know, yeah, and not so being different. thrown at it right away. Yeah. Right. Um, for, what, for what we can understand right now, uh, and they're trying to get this out as soon as second quarter. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, they're mostly targeting uh, second and kind of like third tier cable networks as well. I had to look into this because I want to get into this. That's right, Tony. Make that money. Yeah, yeah I don't know if cash. I'll do that. <laughs> um, we did have a thought about the Super Bowl, but we're running really low on time. So sports. sports. Ray Lewis is a here's the bridge road. Here, here's my. Um, there you go. <laughs> do it as Chaozu. Here's my bridge version. Don't care. <laughs> there you go. Um. Commercials. I'll see it if I'm actually paying attention to the game. I don't even know what. I think They're all the just going to be up on it. YouTube anyway. So what's the difference? Can I throw this think? out as a fun fact for my at least my posterity's sake? So, for those that don't know, I, I work I work in the uh, communication PR department for Chrysler Group, and you know Chrysler the past two years is like the two minute commercials. You know the the Eminem one, and then last year was the Clint Eastwood. You know it's halftime in America. And all that stuff. So, this year, the commercial, you know, some commercials for other companies, they've been out on YouTube and whatnot. They've, you know, shown them early. And Chrysler's is completely top secret. 
even to our own communication and PR department. Wow. For the oh, entire company. Like, holy shit. This better be a great commercial. Because... This is going to be the best commercial ever. Nothing beats gonna... that High Life commercial last year where it's just a I guy just... with High Life where he just goes, High Life, and it's over. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good one. I mean, they've had, you know, celebrities in the past. They've really built it up. Um, I, we, don't, we don't even know, like, what the time frame is. And we have, you know, people on my team specifically for the electronic uh, digital media department in that little section we're like, uh, we have to, you know, put up the press release once that goes live. So we're watching the game, like, just to see when that happens. <laughs> because we don't have a damn clue. <laughs> so that'll be interesting uh, to see. That'll be interesting to see when it happens. I'm throwing my little Super Bowl party that I do every year. And me, I'll be paying attention for that. Party, so you guys don't care. There you go. I, I I probably would have had a party if, like, any of the New York teams were in it. Because that's all my family really cares about, so... Mm-hmm. I'm a Browns fan. I never go to the Super Bowl parties to see Lions. God. Tony, Lions. we got it bad. We got it bad in Super Bowl. We got it real bad. Oh, goodness. But well, uh, I will say real quick, Ray Lewis is a drama queen. He drives me nuts. And also, I don't like the Ravens because they beat us twice a year. But Ray Lewis is just like, I mean, I, I respect him as a player and all that. But God, sure. dude. He's crying at the national anthem. I mean, you got you got to cut it out. It's okay. I know God, is, God is great. God is good. But mm, it's football. Tickets to the Super Bowl, Jesus! <laughs> well, that about does it for all that we have on our outline here. Magami, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope it was fun. I appreciate all your insight here, and it, it was fun to have you on. I hope it was fun for you. It was a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, for those listening the first time, we are at showmeyournews.com, part of the Show Me Your News Network. More than just this one podcast, we've got a bunch of different shows there. Also, our forums at showmeyournews.com slash forum. Join, and we have a pretty cool community there, I must, I must Gavin, say. Gavin, you want to plug your stuff before we head out, Absolutely. Too? Oh, um, well... Other people would know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, everybody knows my old account is still down, So, but my fan dub account... For any songs, if you want to hear me sing, is uh, Magami36 on YouTube. And there's still the SMA series channel and the SMA channel for all your SMA needs. And you can always follow me on Twitter, which is also Magami. She's leveling up. She's <laughs> also, Team Four Star does things. I don't know if you've heard of them. but <laughs> <laughs> I could throw in Team Four Star, not to mention Helsing too, which who knows oh, when the I next episode is coming out with that. <laughs> but yeah, Season 3 is starting of Dragon Ball Z, And I get more Bulma lines! Yay! Yay! You get a lot of Vegeta interaction. Bulma's back, bitches. You totally. <laughs> and I got wow. my man, and I'm going to make a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the future. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. And we got to meet up at Yomacon if you guys are coming yeah, totally. back next year for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. That's like my anniversary spot because that's where I met my boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> awesome. That's, that's um, like our big place too. So I get, I hope I can just throw out a few more things. I Absolutely. am I am working on a new parody series. I don't know when that's coming out, but oh, look wow. out look out for that. Secret and I'm, secret. And I'm also working on a movie podcast with my boyfriend. Um, I haven't yeah, really. I saw you guys were working on a podcast. I came up with a name, but I'm not sure if we're going to use it. But we like to call it cinematic chatter. Hmm. I like and, the alliteration. Basically, it's going to be a podcast based on he's reading the book called A Thousand and One Films You Should See Before You Die. And we're going through that and just 
letting you hear our thoughts about each movie as we watch them. Jeez, that's kind of limiting, huh? It's a thousand and one. Actually, it's technically a thousand and eighty-nine because some of the movies were reviewed were removed from um, other older editions of the books. Hmm. <laughs> well then, I don't know, that'll give you a couple. But more we thought it'd be fun, and we hope you can listen to it when we put it up. Totally for sure. Tweet at us when you get it out, and we'll help spread the word for you. Thank yeah. you. No problem. Awesome, awesome. Well, hope you all enjoyed the listen. With that, I am Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony. And I'm a gummy 33, bitches. <laughs> and we're out. Peace. So it's even a con. it's a good con. Oh no, I love it. Even if I don't get invited as a guest, like in the future with Team Four Star or whatever, I'm still going because I love that con so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think of last oh, year? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what did you think of last year? Because we were. Oh. <laughs> no, I was. Thank God. See, I always make schedules for myself whenever yeah. I go to a convention. And this was bad because they didn't tell any of the boys what they were doing. So luckily, I had a schedule already with all the boys' stuff. None of the, you know, I'm I'm kind of the smart one next to Kaiser in the group. But um, I like Kaiser is so nice. <laughs> at least I like oh, to say yeah. so. <laughs> we Kaiser is like, the nicest person. Kaiser like stopped and had a conversation with us. Oh, they're cool. they're all nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some are crazier than others. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was a little disorganized. Yeah, a little messy, yeah. especially with the technical just, issues. That was a little oh worrisome. I, yeah, I mean, I had, uh, I had I had two videos for like this this Pokemon panel, mm-hmm. and so like I can totally relate with like, oh, this video is kind of completely blocking the center panned audio. That's great. So like when that was happening there, I'm like, oh, I know that feel. Yeah, yeah, it was a little messy. Yeah, like, we, you guys couldn't get the dialogue for Helsing to come up either. But, I mean, I got to meet Navishin and Scott McNeil, so that yeah. kind of, like, uplifted anything. I'm like, I don't care what happens. I got to meet two people that I've never met before. Mm-hmm. You know, And not, I forgot my phone. Not to mention being a guest, like, I can actually talk to them, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, see, another big thing, and I'm, I don't think you had to deal with it, is we had to wait in a stupidly long line for our platinum badges, but people who showed up the day of to get their badges. No, luckily, I've never had to deal with the platinum badges thing, like because mm-hmm. the boys seem to be okay with me always coming. I guess because like I'm the only girl that really like goes to these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know there's like there's technically well there's White Ash, but she's like in China or something. I haven't heard from her in like years. Oh. And then there's the girl who does Chi-Chi, but I think she's from Cali, California. And I think she's either too busy or it's just, you know, we need to invite her as a guest as well. Right. So, namely, it's just me. Chi-Chi doesn't show up very much. I also remember your name coming up once in regards to Yomakon, because we're also uh, close to the guys at Box of Danger. Oh, so, yeah, I did um, an episode of... I played Erica for their Pokemon Abridge. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And 
I was talking to Grant once, and he's like, "Oh, you guys need like a maybe like a big room for your podcast. We do a try to do a podcast at Yomacon." And it's like, "Well, I know like you know maybe the Team Four Star people. Like I can talk to Megami. Like maybe they'll hook you up." I'm like, "Oh, maybe." And then nothing <laughs> happened out of that. But like I, was, I didn't I, see the box guys like the whole times. Yeah, well, like, they. Yeah. Grant have been trying to play Shadow the Hedgehog the last two years because <laughs> we're the only two that like that game. I will say that next year will be better, at least for anything relating to me. I am making sure I bring my so we can actually hang out. He said everybody. phone. You cut out horribly. I did not get a hold of him all weekend. Yeah, I literally wandered for the entire con. And I ran into people that I was supposed to run into, but uh, I didn't have my phone, and I have the worst tendency to hang around people who have phones. It's like, they'll, they want to do something, but I want to do something else. And in the interest of trying to keep everything together, I say, screw that interest and go on, run off and do whatever. I think there was two times Fetch where Chinese. I was like, dude, where were you? And you're like, I was looking for you. And I'm like, I was looking for you. <laughs> like, like a few times. There are a number of times where I just kind of hung, hung by the elevators. Because that seemed to work previous years. If you needed to run to anyone, just look at the elevator line. Actually, that was another thing. This Yomacon, I did meet a lot of people that I was, like, I'm friends with a couple of the staff members there, too. So I did bump into, like, almost everybody that I did want to see. Hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of fortunate with that. But, yeah, it was very messy. And I, I tried to do things on my own with my boyfriend, but either we missed a lot of shit that I wanted to see, sadly. Mm-hmm. Me, too. I went back to crazy. both Kobo Hall and the Renaissance Center this month for, like, Detroit auto show things. And I'm like, all the Yomacon feels flashbacks yeah. like crazy. And there was, you know, they had something at, oh, you know, the Renaissance Ballroom. And my coworker's like, hey, do you have a you know, tough time finding this place? Because it, it's pretty complicated if you don't know where it is. I'm like, oh, I, I go here, like, every year. I totally know this inside and out. It's silly. Yeah. I always get freaking lost in that place. I don't know why. <laughs> I, yeah, I still get lost in the the Marriott. Just and then going through the wrong stairs. It was confusing with the other building because, like, I would want to go to a panel, but then I got to go to the other building for autographs, and yeah. then it's like 